Welcome to the Lazy Girls Guide to Podcasting. If you want effective and actionable tips to simplify the overwhelm of launching and managing your podcast, then this is the podcast for you. I'm your host, Verity Songon, podcast manager, launch strategist, and host of a top 100 podcast. I'm really excited to have you here. So without further ado, let's dive into the episode. Hello there, and welcome back to another episode of the Lazy Girls Guide to Podcasting. As ever, thank you so much for joining me for this episode. If it is the first time you have logged in, if this is the first time that you've tuned into one of our episodes, then welcome. I am really, really thrilled that you have clicked on this podcast episode and you are wanting to listen. And those of you who have listened to the podcast before and are returning, welcome back. And thank you so much for coming back. It's great to see you again. This episode is part of our Tech Thursday episode series where we talk about different bits of tech and we review tech and platforms and systems and all sorts to do with podcasting tech. And in this episode, we are going to be talking about Buzzsprout, which is a podcast hosting platform, because so often I hear people asking which podcast hosting platform should they go with. So I thought I would sprinkle within the Tech Thursdays some different reviews of different podcast hosting platforms that I have used because I have used a few of them now. And I'm going to kick this off by talking about Buzzsprout. I have to say, I do really, really love Buzzsprout. So let's dive in. It is, as I said, a hosting platform for your podcast that allows you to easily upload and distribute your podcast to all major podcast directories, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google Podcasts. Now I'm going to backtrack just two seconds there. If you're thinking, whoa, wait, Verity, do you not just put it immediately onto Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and what have you? And the answer is no. You need to have a hosting platform where you upload your podcast episodes to, and then it is your hosting platform that pushes your RSS feed and basically is the feed that holds all of your data, all of the information for your podcast. That pushes out to podcast directories, and your podcast directories are, for example, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Alexa TuneIn, um, iHeartRadio, I can't think of any more off the top of my head right now, but you get, you get my point. So Buzzsprout was founded in 2009 and has since grown to become one of the most popular hosting options for podcasters. And since starting, according to Buzzsprout's website, they have helped over 300,000 podcasters to launch their show. So you can really argue that these guys know what they are doing. They offer a variety of features to help promote Um, to help create, upload and promote your podcast, including having a customizable website, detailed analytics and monetization options. So I'm going to run through some different features here that Buzzsprout has. And what's important to remember is that not all podcast hosting platforms are built in the same way, i.e. some offer different features. It depends on what you want and what you need. And as with any type of software, what I always say to people before you start playing around and looking at websites, it's important to take stock of what features you need from a particular platform. So in this case, write out a list of needs that you have for a podcast hosting platform, because then that will help guide you into choosing the right podcast hosting platform for you. And if you're thinking already, "Mm, I'm thinking I might want to move to Buzzsprout, then yes, you can move between 
podcast hosting platforms with very little, if you know, very little to no interruption to your podcast. And that's absolutely fine. I've moved my podcast between different hosting platforms before with absolutely no problem. So it is more than easy, um, more than doable to do. You just set up a 301 redirect, which is probably something that we'll cover in a separate episode because it is its own kind of topic. But features that Buzzsprout has, first of all, a custom website. So one of the standout features of Buzzsprout is the ability to create a custom website, which is just one page long, but it's still a website for your podcast. The website or web page, maybe I should say, can be customized with your branding and includes a player that allows listeners to listen to your episodes directly on the web page. And then it also includes links to wherever your podcast, wherever you've chosen to put your podcast on any major directories, making it easy for listeners to subscribe and listen to your show on those directories. The other thing that Buzzsprout has got, which is quite normal, I have to say, for hosting platforms as far as I've seen, is embeddable players. So once you have published your episode, you can create an embeddable player to put on your own website. Say if you've got a website on SiteGround, WordPress, wherever, Wix, you've got the option of embedding either a solo episode or multiple episodes in one player onto that website. Solo episodes are really good if you're creating a blog post or an episode post or page on your website, then you can embed the player for listeners to listen to the episode as well. And that's something that I do for the Lazy Girls Guide to Podcasting episodes. Um, And you can have a look at basically anywhere on my blog. If there is an episode that relates to that blog post, then there will be an embed of that particular episode with that blog post. It's a great way to try and get more listeners as well, I have to say. The other thing that I love about Buzzsprout is it's a really, really user-friendly interface. It is easy to upload and manage your podcast episodes. There are drag and drop features. You can add episode descriptions, create show notes so, so easily. And they've very recently as well just integrated an AI tool, which actually helps you create your show notes and your episode titles. It just makes things even more speedy. They've got great instructions. Basically, you can tell that Buzzsprout has been around a long time in a good way because they have really got to know their audience and they have really made everything as user-friendly as they possibly can do. Now, visual sound bites. This is where I think I think everyone, every podcast hosting platform should do this, but this is something that Buzzsprout do in particular. They allow you or enable you to create visual sound bites within their platform, and what that essentially means is you are creating an audiogram, a shareable clip from your episode that includes an animated waveform. These clips can be shared on social media, promote to drive traffic to your website and podcast, and you just select how long you want that visual soundbite to be where in your episode you know grab a good clip yep that sounds amazing I'm going to use that to promote the episode you can do multiple ones per episode as well from a transcript point of view Buzzsprout allows you to upload transcripts to your podcast episodes and that can be really helpful for SEO and accessibility purposes currently Buzzsprout can be integrated with Otter and also Descript or you can just upload your transcript as a as um you know, just a copy and paste of the wording. Buzzsprout itself publishes to all major podcast directories, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, so, so many more. What is important to remember is that you do need to set up the initial bit 
yourself, you know, getting your RSS feed from Buzzsprout and getting that to talk to the podcast directories. But that is a one time thing. And once that's set up, then Buzzsprout does all of the all of the rest and they lead you through that really, really easily. Once you've submitted your RSS feed to different podcast directories, it can take a few days. In fact, Buzzsprout will warn you that it will. T- it can take several days for your podcast to be approved and listed in that directory. But in my experience, approval and listing can take anywhere from an hour to three days. I think my best one was getting this particular podcast onto Apple Podcasts and it took an hour for approval to, to happen. Um, but as I said, the good thing about submission process is that it's a one-time process for each directory. And once it's done, it's done. Buzzsprout also offer really, really good analytics and metrics, in my opinion. They are really detailed. And the kinds of things that you can get from them is your the overall downloads in the last 7, 30 and 90 day periods, as well as all time and customized date ranges. You can get episodic download analytics in the last 7, 30 and 90 day periods, as well as all time and customized date ranges as well. The apps and devices that your listeners use to listen to your podcast and locations of your listeners broken down by continent, country and city. And that's really, really important for drilling down and figuring out where your audience are and if they are your actual target audience and making sure that your content is relevant to who your audience are and where they are located. There's also an achievement section, which I just think is a bit of gamification, really. But when you hit certain milestones, such as, you know, a certain amount of downloads or certain amount of episodes, you get some of these little badges that you can then like put on your social, which is really sweet. And I haven't actually seen that done on any other um, podcast hosting platform as yet so if you know for different podcast hosting platform doing that do let me know because I haven't seen it anywhere um, anywhere else the final thing that I want to talk about is Buzzsprout's magic mastering now this is an additional feature it's a couple of extra dollars a month I want to say six dollars don't quote me on that but I'm sure it's around the six dollar mark that you can add on the magic mastering and what this is is a feature which which is an advanced audio an advanced audio processing tool that optimizes the sound quality of your podcast episodes automatically so this is particularly good if you are interviewing somebody and let's say one speaker is louder than the other what magic mastering does is it just helps level out all of the sound so that somebody isn't constantly feeling that they need to turn up the you know up the volume for one for one speaker and then turn it down for another speaker um it's just it's it's really easy really super simple to use and incredibly beneficial especially if you can't be bothered or not know how or not want to equalize the sound yourself and finally i do want to mention buzzsprout's chat um Buzzsprout's customer support. I have used their customer support several times and I have to say it's absolutely flawless. They get back to me so super quickly and have resolved all of my issues or questions within 24 hours. So I have to give them a a, um, shout out there. Oh, and actually, no, one more thing is chapter markers. So you know how when you are on YouTube and you have chapter markers within the videos, like kind of bookmarks, you can do that within your episodes for Buzzsprout as well, which again is really, really useful um, because it allows your listeners to just skip to specific sections of your episode so that they can reach the content that they want and are interested in even faster, which is which is fab. 
in conclusion, reason I'm telling you about Bud- Buzzsprout is because I think that Buzzsprout is really, really good, particularly for beginners. It is a really great option. As I said, it's really user-friendly. It's easy to navigate. Customer support is absolutely amazing. Unfortunately, I think the biggest downside that I've seen of Buzzsprout is they do not have an app at this time. However, I would say that I have used their um, their website many, many times on my phone. It is very mobile responsive. And I, in some ways, they almost don't need an app because their website is so mobile responsive if you want to try buzzsprout out then they have essentially got their free plan is essentially a 90 day free trial and you think three months worth of free trial is amazing i say 90 day free trial because even though the free plan is free forever after 90 days your episodes will start getting deleted so on the free plan your episodes will only be hosted for 90 days before they get deleted. But that gives you three months to try out the platform and see whether or not you like it. You get two hours of audio content each month on that. And as I said, it hosts your episodes for 90 days. After that, it does switch over to a minimum at the time of recording, $12 per month um, for three hours upload per podcast. But as I said, I think I just think it's a fantastic, it's a fantastic platform. But like I said, you get ninety days free trial, which I think you know. How often do you get a three month free trial? Um, and so, in conclusion, is Buzzsprout worth it? I think that yes, it is. I think I am a bit biased because I have used Buzzsprout for a long time. This podcast is currently not hosted on Buzzsprout. I will say, however, the Confidence CEO podcast at the time of recording is hosted on. Buzzsprout. So I am a little bit biased there, but I do think that the platform itself has got a whole host of features to really help you create, upload and promote your podcast. So if you are looking for a hosting platform or if you're looking for a new hosting platform, or if you just want to know a little bit more about Buzzsprout, then there is the link down in the show notes in the description box where you can click on that, go and check Buzzsprout out. As I said, it's free for the first not well, it's free indefinitely, but free to host your podcast on for 90 days. So go check it out. And otherwise, I would love to know, do you host your podcast on Buzzsprout? What do you think of the platform? Do you host elsewhere? If you do host elsewhere, let me know where you are hosting and what you think of it. Are you thinking of moving over to Buzzsprout? If you use Buzzsprout, moved away? Let me know. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Lazy Girl's Guide to Podcasting. If you love this episode, I think you'll love being on my email newsletter list where I send out weekly podcasting tips to help you create, host and grow a podcast that you love. To join, go to veritysongon.com slash newsletter or hit the link in the show notes. Until next time, happy podcasting.